Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Kings and Lord of Lords. My God. We love you. Just give him a hand clap of praise. Thank you, thank you, thank you. My God. My God. Thank you, Olive, for sharing. Thank you, thank you. My God. We love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. My God, we love you. We love you. We love you. Thank you, 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 thank you. My God, your majesty. My God. My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Your majesty. My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Arise, oh God. Arise, oh God. Arise, oh God. Arise, oh God. You are the King of Kings. You are the Lord of Lords. You are the great I am. You are the Prince of Peace. You are my way maker. You are El Shaddai. You are El Roy. You are Jehovah Jireh. You are the omnipotent one. You are omniscient. You are Jehovah Gabor, the God of war. You will go to war on my behalf. You are my daddy. You are my father. You are so amazing. You are the one true God. My God, all hell, the king is here. All hell, the king is here. All hell, the king is here. My God. God, my God, you are the giver of life. My God, you are so intentional. You are so amazing. You are a big, 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 big God. You are bigger than coronavirus. You are bigger than my finances. You are bigger than my living situation. You are bigger than brokenness. You are bigger than depression. You are bigger than anxiety. You are big. I'm going to set God right in his bigness this morning. I'm going to set him right in the big place that he belongs. I'm going to call it for what it is. My God, God is on the scene. God is on the scene. My God, I thank you. My God, there's a, can I, can I tell you as I was praying, I was seeing God. Like I was seeing how big God is. I was seeing how much he covers. He is the God of this entire earth, baby. He is the, like I was seeing God, like I was seeing God spread out throughout the entire world. My God, you cover from coast to coast and sea to sea and mountain to mountain and valley to valley. That's the kind of God we serve, insurmountable irreplaceable, immutable God. My God, I bless you. My God, I praise you. My God, you got to get a revelation that you ought to see him swelling, right? If you've never seen the tide 
swell in the ocean. I'm a, uh, I'm an Arkansas girl by way of Cali and I love the ocean and I love the water and you can be sitting there so calm, right? And then all of a sudden the ocean starts to swell and it starts to swell. That's how you have to be able to see God. So when your problem look like it's mounting up, you ought to see God swelling bigger than your problem. You ought to see God swelling bigger than your situation. You ought to see how big God is and how big he gets, right? He is the breasty one. There is no circumstance. There is no situation. There's no financial nothing that is bigger than our God. Do you know how powerful that is? My God, your majesty. That was one of the words that was said in this song, your majesty, my, your majesty. Sometimes I just find myself bowing down before him, your majesty, my, your majesty, king of kings, give way. The king is here. My God, give way. The king is here. Give way. The king is here. My God, your majesty is on the scene. And if you don't understand that he operates in total power. He operates in, there's nothing around that is greater than God. My God, the scripture tells us even the hearts of the Kings are in his hand. Do you know what that means? That means if there's an adversary, if there's someone that looks like they're the decision maker, if there's someone that looks like they have the final soul, say so the King is here. The king is here. The king, the king is, the king is here. The king is here. The king is here. No, the king is here. No, my God is here. The king is here. Your majesty, we just yield to you this morning. My God, your majesty, we just bow before you this morning. Your majesty, we just yield our way. We just yield to you this morning. We just yield to you this morning. We just yield to you this morning. Your majesty, we just yield to you this morning, King of Kings. We just yield to you this morning, great I am. We just yield to you, Prince of Peace. We just yield to you, Lord of Lords. My God, he is the God of all the earth. He is the God. child, ooh, baby. Who he is the, that my insides are stirred up. He is the God of all the earth. Lorie, he is the God of all the earth. He is the God of your house. He is the God of your circumstance. He is the God of your job. He is the Lorie, you hear me? He is the God of all the earth. He is the God of your children. He is the God of your purpose. He is the God of your future. He is the God of all. Anna, you hear me? He is the God of all the earth. Nisi, you hear me? He is the God of all the earth. Auntie, you hear me? He is the God. You got to hear me in this. He is the God of all the earth. He is the God of all the earth. Everything, Larie, nothing. There is nothing that he doesn't touch. There is nothing that he doesn't impact. There is nothing that he doesn't effect. Come on now. And there is nothing that he doesn't affect. He is the God of all the earth. You better testify. He is all encompassing, Lori. He is all encompassing, Lori. He is all encompassing, Lori. He is all the way in California. He is all the way in Northwest Arkansas. And at the same time at your house, he is the King of glory. 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 My God, he is the king of glory. He 
has the final say so. He has the final verdict. And this is what I love. This is what I love. Jesus is at his right hand. My God, Jesus is at his right hand advocating for her saying, no, 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 no. That's mine. No, 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 no. That's ours. No, 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 no. I don't care what the accuser of the brethren is saying about her, God. She, she accepted me. She, she loves me. She's looking for me. And we just need to be a little bit more patient. We just need to let the Holy Spirit go work. Jesus is right there going, no, 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 no. She belongs to us. She's a part of us. My God, that's one of your citizens. My God, you got to take that and run with that today. You got to take, all right. Arise, 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 oh God, and take your place and take your place. Take your place in our finances and take your place in our hearts and take your place in our minds and take your place in our relationships and take your place. Arise, oh God, and take your place. Take your place. Take your place. My God, your majesty, your majesty is on the scene. My God, arise, oh God, and take your place. Arise, oh God, and take your place. My God, he is insurmountable. And can I tell you something? When he mounts up, can I tell you about Jehovah Gabor, the God of war? Can I tell you about Jehovah Gabor, the God of war? When he mounts up, baby, when he, you need to hear me when he mounts up, when he comes in authority and he has to go to war for you, this is what you need to understand. No demon, no devil in hell, no person, no government can withstand him. My God, no, no government, no, no, nothing, no, nothing. Can I tell you something? No, nothing, no principality can withstand him. None. You got to understand that God is invincible. You got to understand God is invincible. You got to just let him take his place. Come on. He will make our enemies be scattered. He will make our enemies be scattered. When, the, when Satan was talking to him, he's like, where you been? He said, walking to and fro on the earth, looking to see who I can seek and devour. And God was like, oh, okay. Because God already knew where he had been. He had already knew. He knows when he's in town. You got to arise. You got to arise. Oh God. You got to let him arise. I promise you. I promise you. Let me read this. Let me read this to you. Psalms 91. This is how you need to get a mindset. Don't just say this. Believe this. Don't just say this. Live in this. Don't just say this. Understand this. When we say an arise, oh God, and take your place. This is his response. Listen, arise, oh God, and take your place, Terry. Arise, oh God, and take your place, Teresa. Arise, oh God, and take your place. When we're saying to God, arise, I don't want you just quoting Psalms 91. I want you to live in Psalms 91. I want you to get revelation of the power of what Psalms 91 is saying. God is revealing himself. When David was called, all scripture, for those of y'all be like, well, David wrote Psalms. No, all scripture is inspired by God. Can you say that? That's scripture. That's in the scripture. All scripture. Stop letting people, people like to shake your tree so you won't bear no fruit. They try, they try to shake your tree so you don't want to, so you won't bear no fruit. 
When people see your faith growing and you trust in God like never before, they're going to try to shake your tree so you don't bear no fruit. That's the goal. Let me shake a tree. No, let me. I don't want her to be disresolved in the scripture. I don't want her to trust God with her very life. I don't want her to do that because if she begins to trust God with her very life, she's going to move heaven and hell. Oh, rise, oh God, and take your place. So when we say to God, Arise, oh God. I'm just telling you, the enemy will try to come in and twist it and pervert it. No, you got to live in this. We're going to live in Psalms 91. So when we say, Arise, oh God, and take your place. Arise, oh God, and take your place. Arise, oh God. This is his response to us. This is how you have to hear. Holy Spirit, I hear you. And I'm reading out of the Amplified. This is how you have to hear his response. When he says, Arise, oh God, take your place. When you say, Lord, take over this situation. You, I, arise, sec, thank you, Jess. 2 Timothy 3 and 16. That's that's all scriptures breathed by God. Here's what he responds to you. Say, oh, rise, oh God, and take your place. And this is what he comes back and says to you. I love how he intentional. He says, look, and that's why I said you got to put your name in here. We got to dwell in this. We got to live in this. He says, look, heap, she, Lakeisha, Cheryl, Nisi, right? Marie, Phyllis, Sonia, who dwell in the shelter of the most high. You got to start fashioning in your head. What would the shelter my? What the another portion of the scripture says, he's my rock in my fortress. He's my rock in my fortress. You got to imagine him as your rock in your fortress. If you're dwelling in the shelter of the most high, you got to imagine I live in the shelter of the most high. If I live in the shelter of the most high, if I live with the king of glory, if I reside with the king of glory, if I wake up to the king of glory, right? If I'm if I'm existing with the king of glory, you got to see this. He who lives in the dwells in the shelter or lives in the shelter, right? If I'm dwelling and living, can I tell you something? If I'm dwelling, I'm abiding. If I'm dwelling. I'm not coming outside of this shelter. You got to see this. He who dwells in the shelter of the most high. If I dwell, dwell in, dwell in, not dwell under, in the shelter. I'm in, I'm in the shelter. This means I walk with God. See when they were in the, come on, Kim, get the revelation. Come on, Kim, get the revelation. When you live in my shelter, when you live in my, see my, there's something, <laughs> Can I tell you something about my sons? Josiah said, Josiah said, Josiah will tend to, if we are out in public, stand behind me. And he told his teacher, he said, I am most safe when I am with my mom. I am most safe when I am with my mom. I know without a doubt that if I am near or in the proximity of my mother, there is nothing that's going to come near me. There is nothing. So typically he will stand near me or by me or around me because he's got the revelation that if his mother is on the scene, he's got the revelation. If there is any in any proximity that if his mother's near, that's the same revelation that you have to have about God, right? So if you dwell in the shelter, you live in his house. He knows he lives in this house with me. He knows that the blood stands thick. He knows that no principality, no demon, no darkness. He's seen it with his own eyes are coming this world. You are safe. If you're in the shelter, you are safe. So when you know you dwell in the shelter of the most high, you don't walk around alert. You don't walk around anxious. You don't walk around fearful. You don't walk around worry. The reason why you don't is because you are in the shelter of the most high. And you know, there's a certain amount of protection that comes from living in the shelter of the most high. He said, this is the next part. I like, remember this is the amplified. It says we'll remain secure and rest 
will remain secure and rest. So you got to get a mental revelation that I live in the shelter of the most high and I got to take my rest. Right. That's what he said. He said, if you're with me, you rest and you're secure. You're you you secure in just my shadow. You're secure in just my shadow, right? In 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 my shadow, just in my shadow. Don't so don't step outside the shadow. Don't step outside the shelter. Don't don't go too far. He said you take he said you're secure and you can rest. So if I'm anxious, right? If I'm worried, come on, Lord. If I'm too excited, if I'm overwhelmed, if I'm consumed, I probably have stepped outside the shelter or I'm not probably realizing what the shelter means. This is God talking back to you. Lord, this is God. He said, there's security in the one who trusts in the Lord. There's security in the one. If I trust you, there's security. You secure in his shadow. He said, he will remain secure and rest in the shadow of the almighty whose power Here's what you need to hear. No enemy can withstand. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. You are with the king of glory. And since you are with the king of glory, guess what? No weapon formed against you shall prosper. You got to get a mental. You got to get a mental of this. You got to understand that I'm, I can't trust God and he not secure me. I can't trust God and he not provide a, a place of safety. Even in his shadow, I have security, right? So we're not going to move outside his shadow. This is what I love. He said, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust with great confidence and on whom I can rely. God is speaking to us this morning saying, guess what? You can trust me. Guess what? You can rely on me for he will save me from the trap of the fowler, my God, and from the deadly pestilence. Can I tell y'all something? I was walking the other day and... uh <laughs> There was these little bugs during my walk. This fly came by and lately every time a fly or I sit outside a lot, a bug or something starts swarming. I say, you'd annoy some pestilence. I'm not, you can't this, this off guard. I just been talking to it. My boy's been laughing. Mm -mm, gone this way. Gone. You'd annoy some pestilence. I trust God. Even with the flies gone. I, nope. Can't be buzzing around here. Can't be hanging around here. Can't have no noise in my ear. Right. He said he will save you from the trap of the fowler, from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you and completely protect you with his pinions. And under his wings, you will find refuge, his faithfulness. Can I hear you? Can you hear this? God's faithfulness. God's faithfulness is a shield and a wall, a shield and a wall. His faithfulness. Let me let me give you. I'm, I'm talking to everything these days, Meredith. I'm talking to everything these days. Let me give you a visual of this. His faithfulness is a shield and wall. God is God is not God is not faithful. I mean, God is not not faithful. God is not not faithful. He may seem delayed, but God is not not faithful. And you got to reflect. You stop and pause. When is God? When is God never not came through on you? What for you? When has God never not did what he said he was going to do for you? There has not been one time that God has not not come through. Now, it might not have been in your timing. It might not have been like what you thought about. But God has never God has never left with you, left you without. Even if you had to sleep in your car, God was with God was with you. Nothing came against you. Even if you were down to your last little bit to eat, God was God was with you. You did not die in your hunger. If you are right here on this devotional, this moment. You got a testimony, even when you were in your worst situations and you fell into your own trap or the enemy's trap. 
God has been faithful to you. Like God has been faithful and the enemy will try to trick you. I remember one time my husband and I were believing God, like no, no, believing God. And this is where I was learning to develop my faith. I had been so used to creating moments and opportunities for Lakeisha. Can I just be real? I had been so used to me working out my own problems. I thought it was about me working because the scripture had been embedded in me. A man who don't work, don't eat, right? Cool. That's fine. But nobody was teaching me how to live and exist in the kingdom of God. And my husband was a kingdom man. And I remember one time we were in need. I will never forget this. I remember we were in need. And we, he and I sat outside and we were just talking about what we need. And at that, that point, I was the one that managed the bills. And he said, how much money do we need? Right? How much money do we, how much money do we need? And I sat out there, I said, we need like an extra $500. Right? And he prayed and we said, he said, well, let's just pray. Let's rest there and believe God. Do we have what we need for today? And I said, you know what? Yes. Let's rest there and believe God. And so I was like, okay, Father, I thank you. I bless you. I praise you. I magnify you, you know, and we let it and I let it go. And this was me learning to release things to God. I let learning to trust God, learning to manifest God. And a week or two later, maybe I don't remember how long, but we were, we were in Walmart. And as we were in Walmart, um, I was in line. There was a lady there was a lady before us. And can I tell you something? Can I tell you something really personal? At that point in our life, we were receiving food stamps. I'm just going to be real honest. This is where we were. This was the very beginning of our marriage. And so we were getting our groceries and we were putting our groceries up. And there was a lady in front of us that we both knew. And I had hugged her. She's gone on to be with the Lord. Now I had hugged her and I'm hugging her. And when she's talking to me and she gets her groceries, she was in front of us and she pauses and she pulls out her checkbook and she acts like she's getting ready to write a check right then she folds it up then she goes in her wallet and she starts pulling some money out and she said you've been on my mind I was supposed to have been got this to you I was supposed to have been I was supposed to have been got that to you so I just I just received it and put it in my pocket pay no attention to it got in the car got in one got in my truck Got, we drove to the house. I opened the money up, start counting the money up. And it was exactly $500. And I was like, my God, like my God, it was exactly $500. It was not delayed. And I've seen God's faithfulness like that. All, like he is faithful. God is faith. You got to get beyond the sayings. You got to live in this. You got to get the revelation of what God is saying. You got to forget about what man has said to you and live in what God has said. You got to, you got to stretch beyond your imagination of your limitation. We so caught up in word doctrine that we're not living in the presence. We're not living in the presence. We're not living in the presence of what God is saying. We're not living in the presence of what he's saying. We're not living in what he's saying right now. We're not, we're not, we're not trusting what he's saying. So he's saying to us this morning, he said, for we will save you from the trap of the fowler and from the daily pestilence. He will cover you and completely protect you with pinions and under his wings. You will find, I have so 
I have so many testimonies at God's faithfulness. Like I have so many testimonies of um, how God has shown up at the scene. I promise you, I promise you, but I've learned more than anything, obedience and trust, obedience and trust. You got to obey God and you got to trust God. You got to obey. Absolutely. Lurie. Absolutely. Lurie. You got to obey God and you got to trust God. Those are the two things that are going to unlock what you need from God, your obedience and your trust. Remember obedience is the truest form of worship and they that worship God, worship God in spirit and in truth. And it's spirit and truth. And we don't, we don't take this word and live in this word. We live outside the word. We live outside the word and we don't live in the word. And he is saying to you, I have you, I'm going to cover you. I'm going to completely protect you. And under, under his wings, you're going to find refuge and I'm faithful. His faithfulness is a shield and a wall. His faithfulness is what keeps you from falling. His faithfulness, his Faithfulness is a shield and a protection. He says, you will not be afraid of the terror at night. So if you're not sleeping at night, if you are afraid of the terror at night, if you're overwhelmed, let me tell y'all something. Can I tell y'all something? <laughs> I, I, last night I had the best sleep ever. Like I ain't talking about no marginal sleep. I'm talking about, I had some sleep last night that I know had to be some supernatural sleep. I slept so good and so hard. I forgot what today was. I thought this was a weekend. That's how hard I was sleeping. But I have been declaring some things that I would not wake up at night, that I will wake up refreshed and restored. And we prayed last night. And I'm gonna tell you something about this little, this little man of God in my house. He was leading prayer last night and we were praying. And we were praying. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And we were praying in tongues before we go to bed. They both are spirit filled. They both pray in tongues. And we were praying in tongues before we go to bed. And when we got through praying in tongues, because he was leading prayer, he said, amen, that's it. And I said, Judah, we're not going to pray. He said, no, we prayed the way we needed to pray. We prayed in tongues. We prayed the mysteries. And I thought it was so strange, right? Until I woke up this refreshed. <laughs> Until I woke up this restored, until I woke up feeling like I was feeling, he knew to lead us somewhere by his spirit, right? And so I told the Lord, I said, I'm not going to be fearful of the terror. I'm not going to be fearful of the what ifs. I'm not going to do this, right? He said, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of COVID, nor of a nasty boss, nor of a nasty situation, nor the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor of the destruction, sudden death that lays waste at noonday. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to rest. I'm going to take my rest because you got me in this. I'm going to sleep good. I'm not going to be anxious in my sleep, right? I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it. So the little man of God in our, he, yeah, Melissa, he prayed the mysteries. And it was so funny because we looked at him. We were like, Judy, you need to pray. He said, oh, we pray. I led y'all right into praying tongues. Sometimes we, <laughs> we going to pray in tongues in this house, right? We going to pray the mysteries and went to bed and took his little self to bed. Right. Took his little best. It says a thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand. But danger will not come near you. Danger is not going to come near you. So you cannot be walking around here anxious. Danger is not going to come. Can I tell you something? If they come get the house, you think God going to not going to give you another house. Some of y'all got some testimonies today. If they come get the house, 
Y'all think he ain't going to give you another house? You think he ain't going to bless you with another situation? If they, if they tell you they got to move, you think he ain't got your back and he ain't going to provide shelter for you? That is not the kind of guy. He says, and 10,000 at your right hand, but danger will not come near. He said, you're going to only be a spectator as you look on with your eyes. You're going to be a spectator. You got to be a, you're going to be a spectator. You're going to be a spectator. You're only going to be a, you're only going to sit and watch. So if they take the stuff, if they take the car, it does not matter. You think he's not going to provide? Some of y'all got a testimony. He has always provided for you. He has always had a place, even in your mistakes, even in your dumbness, even when you weren't faithful in his finances, he has always had you. He said, and because you have made the Lord who is my refuge. Right. Let's, let me go back. He said, you will only be a spectator as you look on with your eyes and witness the divine repayment of the wicked. As you watch safely from the shelter of your, I, you're going to watch safely. You ain't got to work. Benjamin's is mine, said the Lord. You ain't got to spend no energy and time on people who talk. Y'all, y'all spend too much. We spend too much time. I used to do it. Spend too much time on people. You ain't got to, you ain't got to spend no time on people who don't receive you. God got people who will receive you. You ain't got to spend no time on people who don't like you. You ain't got to spend no time on nobody plotting on you all you got to do is sit back and realize you resting in the shelter of the most high he said because you he said and witness the divine repayment of the wicked as you watch safely from the shelter of the most high because you have made the lord who is my refuge even the most high your dwelling right yes Rhonda. even in your mistakes he'll make you prosper even in your mistakes, no evil will befall you, nor will any plague come near your tent can i just give you a little bit of my testimony of my testimony I remember when I couldn't afford my car note anymore. See, y'all don't know how blessed I am. <laughs> y'all don't know how blessed I am. I remember when I couldn't afford my car note anymore. And I was, I know that I was honoring God and I know that I was obeying God. And I know I was doing exactly what he asked me to do in that season. Right. And so I remember when my car, it was a car, he got the car, the car got repossessed. I remember when they came and got in the car and it was like, what am I going to do next? And I had to catch the bus for just a little bit. I can't remember year and a half year, however long I remember I was catching the city bus. I was in school full time. We had kids, but can I tell you something? I learned, I learned endurance. I learned patience. I learned perseverance. God always had a ride for us. We didn't have access to church, but we did church at home. Like God just did so much for us in that season. And I remember my dad said, why don't y'all come up to Michigan and send, see me for a few weeks. We went up to Michigan to see him. We rented a car. We got up there he paid for it and while we were there my God said I'm that's I'm leading you he said God is leading me to a place to help you guys get a car let me leave a place my God that my dad bought us this van it was not spectacular that van lasted us until we sold it can I tell you something about supernatural supply can I tell you about some supernatural supply when God gives you something this is how I always know it's God it will last beyond something that don't make sense my car out there is a supernatural supply car. I know because anytime something comes up against it, God pays for it. That's the kind of God we serve. That's the kind of God we have. So stop worrying about stuff. Stop worrying about stuff. Yara, it's going to last until it's time for a new season. My God, it's going to last until it's time for a new season. My God, I promise it will. It'll last until it's time for a new season. 
He said, because you have made the Lord who is my refuge, even the most high your dwelling place, no evil will befall you, nor will any plague come near your tent, right? So even if you've been a little sick, Corona tapped in, it does not mean God was not with you. It does not mean God, stop letting the enemy tell you. It does not be, mean God is not with you. He said, for he will command his angels in regard to you to perfect, protect and defend and guard you in all your ways of obedience and servants. In your obedience and service, there are angels activated. There are angels guarding you. Angels go do your bidding. See, you thought it was you that did your bidding, but it's actually angels that go do your bidding, right? I think that's Hebrews 1 and 14. It says the angels are here to go do work. You have angels that do your bidding. So you got to understand that angels roam through and fro. They do your bidding. You got angels that need to go to work for you and you're not even activating them. My God, that's a whole nother lesson though. That's a whole nother. He said, because of your obedience or your service, he said, they will lift you up in their hands so that you don't even strike your foot against the stone. Those are angels protecting you. Those are angels working for you. The, the Holy Spirit, the advocate is the one that's speaking in someone's ear. It says, you will tread. I wasn't even planning on going this way today. <laughs> it says, you will tread, you will tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent will trample you underfoot, right? Those are angels that cause all this to happen. You got to know this. He said, I will set him securely on high because he knows my name. He confidently trusts and relies on me, knowing I will never abandon him. No, never. And I know some of you got trust issues because I had them for a long, long time. And some of you have trusted God in some area and you have not trusted God in the other area. And I like to be solution minded. So you're going to say to you, Lakeisha, how do I trust God? Some of you ain't got all that faith. Some of you ain't got, and it's okay. Some of you got faith in some areas. Some of you ain't got faith. In, your faith ain't swollen like that yet. Because if the angels, if your faith was swollen like that, right? Every time you speak, something is manifest and it's okay, right? Sometimes we have areas where we're not believed. Our relationship, let me, let me make sure I say this. Our angels are always active and working, even when we don't believe. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for correcting me. Our angels are always active and working, even if we don't believe. They, they will be active and working. God will cause stuff to come to us, even when we're out of faith, even when we're out of faith. And so when we're out of faith, simply ask God, help me, help me with my unbelief 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 that's all you got to ask him help me with my unbelief so he says because he said his love on me right see most people didn't know they would lift you up in your hands was talking about the angels i didn't right the young lion and the serpent you will trample underfoot because he said his love on me therefore i will save him this is god talking this is god talking because he said his love on me therefore i will save him i will set him securely on high because he knows my name he confidently trusts and relies on me he knows i will never abandon him no never he knows you got to get a resolve god is never gonna abandon me god is never gonna abandon me. you gotta say that god is never gonna abandon me when you walking in the desert god is never gonna man abandon me when you in the dry valley god is never gonna be abandoned abandon me God is never going to abandon me. When you need health, God is never going to abandon me. My God, even when people start talking to you, how are you? God is never going to abandon me. When your finances looking funny, God is never going to abandon me. 
Let me share one more testimony. A woman of God te called, texted me the other day. She's like, I just need to tell you about what I did. She said, I financially, I had not been wise. She said, I had not been wise. She said, and my finance, my account had gotten overdrawn, right? Um, my account had gotten overdrawn. I loved it. I loved how God blessed my sake. And she said, I knew I had not been wise. She said, and I stopped. And she said, I just repented because I know stewardship is what I'm supposed to practice. And she said, I just said, Lord, forgive me for not being a good steward over what you gave me. Forgive me for not being a good steward over what you gave me. What would transpire next would be simply all God, right? What would transpire next would be simply all God. Um, she just started receiving a series of checks, right? And, and, and somebody asked her, they said, let me bail you out. And she said, nope, I don't want you to bail me out. She said, nope, I don't want you to bail me out. I don't want you to bail me out. And she said, she said, so she just stood there. She's a tither. She's a tither. She said, I'm going to stand there. She repaid and she asked the Lord. She said, now do it. She said, I know you will even make my mistakes prosper. And so she began to pray that to God. And before you knew it, her balances were her, her negative was covered. She got to work and there was a little refund check. There was another little check somewhere else. There was some money from somewhere else. And God was, and it was nothing that she was expecting. And it was nothing that she had to work for. God was even causing her mistakes to prosper. That repent, her yield, she didn't puff up. She didn't try to work it out. She didn't let somebody bail in and come rescue her. She simply said, you know what, God, this was me mismanaging my finances. This was me not being a good steward over what you gave me. I'm, I'm repenting. I'm resetting. Father, I ask that you make my mistakes prosper. And guess what God did? He made her mistakes prosper. And the same God that she serves is the same God that you serve, right? He says, he says, I will set him securely on high because he knows me. My name he confidently trusts. He will call on me and I will answer. Anytime you call on God, he going to answer. He's going to answer. He reminds of us that in Philippians, we quote it, be anxious for nothing, everything in prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, make our requests known before God. And then God is going to answer. And then we're going to get peace. He will cause even your mistakes to prosper. He said, so when you call on God, God going to answer you. God is not going to not answer you. Right? He said, I will be with him in trouble. Even in the most troubling situations, God is still with you. God does not leave you nor forsake you. And with long life, I'm going to satisfy him and I will see my salvation. And anytime the enemy tries to talk to me, cause he talks ugly. I remind him with long life. I'm going to see him. I need to read one more thing to you. I need to talk to you about your persistency and then we're out of here. This is Luke 18, one and eight. It says, then Jesus told his disciple a parable to show them they should always pray and never give up. I'm going to close in this today. I'm going to, he, we do serve a God of grace, right? And I know people taught you that, that God ain't in grace. I know people told you, you getting whooped when your stuff ain't doing. I, I, I know people told you that I know, told you, I know people told you God wasn't gracious and God is very gracious. And I know you, people taught you God wasn't mercy. So when people teach you God isn't gracious or mercy, you don't look for grace and mercy. You look for condemnation. You look for him to be beating you up. You look for him to um, wear you out. You don't look for good things. When people tell you how ugly and mean God is, right? They tell you to love God, but they don't teach you about his grace and mercy, right? No, God is grace and God is mercy. And that's what Jesus was for, for the grace and mercy. He knew our troubled human bodies, minds, and thoughts were going to get in trouble. And so he sent Jesus. God is grace and he is mercy. 
God is grace. He is full of grace. His grace and mercy do not run out. He does not. And he determines. It says he reigns on the just and the unjust. You do not determine who God reigns on. You do not determine who God blesses. You do not determine. That scripture is very clear. He said, I make a decision on who's going to be blessed. I make a decision on who I'm going to show mercy to. I make a decision on who I'm going to extend grace to. Not you. That's why you're not supposed to look for your enemy to fall. That's why you're not supposed to look for your enemy to fall. Now, let me give you this. It says, then Jesus told the disciples a parable and we out of here to show them that they should always pray and not give up. He said in a certain town, there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared what people thought. And there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him with a plea. Lord, I thank you. Who, anytime I hear a story about the widow, <laughs> if you don't know my testimony and you're new to the de de devotional, I've been widowed for six years now. Every time I hear a story about the persistent widow, I'm like, this, <laughs> this me, this, this me, this me. He said, in a certain town, there was a judge who ne neither feared God nor cared about what people thought. And there was a widow in the town who kept coming to him with plea, grant me justice against my adversary. My God. Grant me justice against my adversary. Grant me justice against my adversary. There's a scripture that says contend with those who will contend with me. Contend with those who contend with me. Psalms 35 and 1. Contend with those. Lord, contend with those who contend with me. And when we talk about contend with those who contend with me, we're not talking about people. We are talking about the adversary. For we know he is the one that walks around like a roaring lion, right? Ephesians tells us we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but we wrestle against principalities. Get your eyes off people. Get your eyes off people. Get your eyes off people. He said, he said in a certain town, there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared about what people thought. He said, grant me justice against him for some time. He refused for some time. It looked like he wasn't going to move for some time. It looked like it was impossible. But finally, he said to himself, he, he said to himself, he said, even though I don't fear God or care what people think. That's the moment. He said, even though I don't fear God, that's why I know there's nothing impossible because this is Jesus speaking. This is Jesus telling the disciples, do not give up in prayer. This is Jesus saying, be persistent. This is Jesus saying, press your way in. This is Jesus saying, you need to push. You need to push. He says, for some time he refused. But finally he said to himself, even though I don't fear God or care what people think, Yet because this widow keeps bothering me, because this widow keeps bothering me, because this widow Shonda keeps bothering me, because this widow, my God, Jessica keeps going to her closet because this widow won't get up off her face because this widow in the worst situation keeps praying, keeps pressing, keeps praying. My God, because this widow keeps interceding because this widow will not leave me up alone. My God, I'm getting ready to see that she gets justice. I'm getting ready to see that she gets justice so that she won't eventually come and attack me. This man who feared nothing began to fear. This man don't fear nothing. Began. And the Lord said, listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones? 
who cry out to him day and night. Will he keep putting them off? I tell you this, he will see that they get justice. And this was, I need you to hear me on this. And this is what I like. It says and he will see that they get justice and quickly. And quickly, and quickly, and quickly, and quickly, he will see. You can't be, can I tell you something? You can't be a tither and the devourer keep eating up your money. That don't line up with the kingdom. You can't be given and then not be given back to you. Sheree, pressed down, shaken together, runneth over. Shall men give into your bosom the same way you measured out? That doesn't line up with the word of God. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot be interceding for others and God not do for you what you do for others. You cannot, God is a God of justice. God is a God of justice. He's a God of justice. And he said, too crowded. He said, will he keep putting it off? He says, no, I'll tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly and quickly and quickly and quickly and quickly. My God, he says, however, when the son of man comes, he will find faith. Will he, will he find faith on the earth? When the son of man comes, will he find faith in you? My God, all you need is a faith of a mustard seed. That's it. I hear the Holy Spirit. All, all you need is a faith of a mustard seed. All you need is a tiny little bit of faith. All you need is a tiny little bit of faith. Uh, that faith, that little bit of faith is so potent. I saw you woman, God say, help me with my unbelief. You think he's not going to help you with your unbelief? All you got to do at this point in position is just praise God. There's nothing left for you to do, but to begin to praise him, begin to thank him, begin to magnify him. Father, I thank you for your glory being revealed to us today. I thank you for your word being revealed to us today, Lord God. I thank you for your presence, for your majesty, your majesty, King of Kings, Lord of Lords, great I am, Prince of Peace, Waymaker, my God, your majesty, you are bigger than all the earth. You are big. You are not limited to this world. You are bigger than all the earth. We surrender ourselves to you. We surrender every circumstance to you. We surrender. We're getting out your way. We're bowing before the King, your majesty, my God, arise. Oh God, and take your place, take your place, Lord God, take your place in our health and take your place in our finances and take your place in our marriage and take your place in our relationships and take your place in our purpose, Lord God. We surrender all to you today, our Father. My God, we thank you for taking us from danger seen and unseen. We thank you, Father God, for keeping us from the pestilence in this world. We thank you, Father God, for rescuing us from dark places in our mind, in our spirit, in our soul. We thank you for rescuing us from the trap in the hand of the enemy, Lord. God. We thank you, Father God. You are our saving grace. We thank you, Father God. Your grace never runs out. We thank you, Father God, for your power. My God, your power to get wealth. We thank you for your power being manifested in your life. We thank you for your glory being manifested in your life. We thank you for your presence in our house. We thank you for your presence in our marriage. We thank you for your peace, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for who you are. We thank you for being the beginning and the end. We thank you for making us the head and the tail. We thank you, Father God, that you have gone before us. We thank you, Lord God, that you are our rear guard. We thank you, Father God, for providing for us. We thank you, Father God, for protecting for us. We thank you, Father God, that you advance against our enemies. 
We thank you, O Lord, we thank you. 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 We thank you, we're blessed coming in. We thank you, we're blessed coming out. We thank you, we're blessed in the city. We thank you, we're blessed in the field. My God, my God, we thank you. My God, my God, we bless you. My God, my God, we praise you. My God, my God, we glorify you. My God, my God, my God, we lift up the name of Jesus. We lift up the name of Jesus. We lift up the name of Jesus. My God, it is done. My God, it is so. Advance, I hear the Lord say, advance in Jesus' name. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. My God, your resolve has got to be in that today. My God, I thank you. My God, I bless you. It is so, it is so, it is well, it is done. My God, you just got to receive it by faith. Bless going in and bless going out. Wherever my feet go, I shall be blessed. My God, you gave me the ability to tread on serpents. My God, to tread on scorpions. My God, to lay hands on the sick and they recover. My God, let the let the sick come in and they recover. Be healed in Jesus' name. 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 If you if you if you are sick, if you had surgery, let your recovery time blow their minds. Let you recover faster than anything else. Be healed in Jesus' name. Be healed in your mind. Depression must go. Anxiety must go. Fear must go. Worry must go. We drive out every manner of darkness right now in the name of Jesus. That dark cloud that must that's been looming over your head. We drive it out right now in the name of Jesus. Headaches must go. My God, for whoever been having that terrible headache, my God, your blood pressure been up. I command in the name of Jesus that it levelize and be normalized right now in Jesus name. My God, blood pressure come down. Blood pressure come down. You level out. You normalize right now in the name of Jesus. I speak to diabetes in the name of Jesus. I speak to your A1C level. I command it to normalize right now in the name of Jesus. That will not be your story. You will not lose a limb. You will not walk around like that. Health is your portion. Health is your portion. Health is your portion. You receive your health. You walk in your health. You manifest your health. I drive out every force of darkness that's been lying to you, telling you you will not live. You will not live to see a day. You will live to see another day. You will walk in the fullness of God. You will receive your purpose. Your marriage will be restored. Your prodigal children will come home. My God, just keep pressing. Just be persistent. Just keep pushing. My God, I thank you. My God, I thank you. Anchor us in your truth. Holy Spirit, anchor us. Let us be steadfast. Let us be immovable. Let us be abiding in the word and the work of the Lord. My God, we will not faint. If you will not faint, if you will not give up, if you will not become weary in doing, in your season, God got you. 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 My God, I thank you. My God, I bless you. My God, I praise you. My God, I glorify you in the name name of Jesus. It is finished. It is done. It is finished. It is done. My God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Thank you. I thank you, Father God, for all of you who have been under insurmountable pressure. My God, in the name of Jesus, I decree and declare that pressure is being released. My God, that pain is going away and you are receiving the 
refreshing of the Lord by faith. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Receive the refreshing. The pressure lifts. The pressure lifts today. The weariness lifts today. My God, in the name of Jesus, we drive out drug abuse right now in the name of Jesus. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's marijuana, whatever it is that's had you in a low, whatever it is that's had you in a sleep. I don't care if it's cigarettes in the name of Jesus. I declare that it is broken off your life. We drive out every principality that's tried to keep you addicted. I don't care if it's sex, whatever's tried to keep you addicted, whatever's tried to keep you looping and around the mountain. We drive it out right now in Jesus name. It has no authority and the just shall live by faith. My God and the just shall live by faith. Thank you. 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 We drive out every force of darkness. You cannot live in our lives and you cannot exist here. My God, I got to go. I love y'all. I love y'all. Let me just read this to you. This is Romans five and the 15th. It says, but the free gift of God is not like the trespass because the gift of grace overwhelms the fall of man. For if many died by one man's trespass, Adam sinned much more abundantly. Did God's grace and the gift that comes by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, overflow to the benefit of many. It overflows to the benefit of many. You cannot determine who God's grace overflows to. You cannot, you shouldn't even be sitting worrying about who is great grace overflows to. So it says, but, but more abundantly, nor is the gift of grace like that, which came through the one who sinned for on, on the one hand, the judgment following the sin resulted from one trespass and brought condemnation. But on the other hand, the free gift resulted from many trespasses and brought justification, the release from sin's penalty for those who believe you have been released from sin's penalty. For if by the trespass of the one Adam, death reigned through Adam, much more surely will those who receive the abundance. So we're not going to spend no time on what Adam and Eve did much more surely will those who receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness reign in eternal life through the one Jesus Christ. So then as though one trespass Adam sins, there resulted condemnation for all men. Even so through one act of righteousness, there resulted justification. You've been justified. You've been justified, right? You've been justified to all men, to all men, to all men, to all men. God determines this to all men. He said, <laughs> I love this. He said, for justice through one man's, he said, man, 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 he kept just for just as one man's disobedience, his failure to hear his carelessness, the many were made sinners. So through the obedience of one man, the many will be made righteous and acceptable. You are acceptable to God and brought into right standing with him. But the law came to increase and expand the awareness. That's the only thing the law wants to do. Increase your awareness to sin. But God's remarkable gracious gift of grace, his unmerited favor. You do not have to earn this. His unmerited favor has surpassed and increased all the more so that as sin reigned in death, so also grace would reign through righteousness, which brings you eternal life and all the benefits in Jesus name. If you're not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, here's your time. If that thing pricked your heart, my God, Father, forgive me of my sins. That's all you got to say. I'm in need of a Lord and Savior. I want you to come into my heart and become Lord and Savior in my life. I'm receiving this today. 
I'm receiving this by faith in Jesus name. And if you not walked into the fullness of who God is, and you know, you straddling that fence and stand on the line, all you got to do repent. Lord, please forgive me for my sins and watch God do the rest. My God, I promise you. Can you do me a favor? Will you log on to the web <laughs> website, LakeishaMJohnson.com? Will you pray my strength? We got Bible study tonight, ladies. We got Bible study tonight. We got Bible study tonight. Will you consider becoming? Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.